This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 16th. You're listening to WNBF. An addiction stabilization center is to be constructed by Fairview Recovery Services on Binghamton's east side. The City Planning Commission last summer failed to approve Fairview's original proposal for the project to build a facility with 20 sleeping units. The new structure would have been constructed on the northeast corner of the agency's campus, located east of Fairview Avenue between Clapham and Merrick Streets. Fairview revised the project plans to shift the planned facility to the southwest corner of its site. The Planning Commission approved the new concept despite opposition from some neighborhood residents. Fairview plans to move its current addiction stabilization center from 247 Court Street to the campus on the east side, where it has operated other programs for years. Demolition crews tearing down the old IBM Country Club complex between Endicott and Johnson City have reached the area where bowling alleys and a shooting range were located. The massive task of clearing the site on Watson Boulevard in the town of Union is in its final stages. A pit has been created exposing the basement area east of the facility adjacent to where the swimming pools had been located. Gorick construction workers have been removing the abandoned country club building over the past couple of months. The site will be redeveloped by LaChase Construction and Conifer Realty. A 75-unit apartment complex is to be developed on the property. Project Superintendent John Carey said the demolition work is scheduled to be completed by January 31st. On Friday, January 13th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 6 Doubleday Street, Apartment 2, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located 13 ounces of methamphetamine, approximately 4.4 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 9 grams of fentanyl, 382 U.S. currency in suspected drug sale proceeds, brass knuckles and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. This quantity of methamphetamine has an approximate street value of $5,200. As a result of the investigation, Shaquille J. Espinal was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. John Rice, age 57, of Crawfordsville, Indiana, was sentenced to serve 63 months in federal prison for his conviction for conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute 50 grams or more of methamphetamine. As part of his previous guilty plea, Rice admitted that he supplied over 50 grams of methamphetamine and a handgun to Cortland, New York-based drug dealer Kyle Leeper as part of a methamphetamine conspiracy that included members in Indiana. Indiana, Cortland, and Los Angeles, California. Kyle Leeper was sentenced in November 2022 to serve 40 years in federal prison for his murder of a California man during a drug deal there in 2019 as part of the conspiracy. Rice was also ordered to serve a four-year term of supervised release following the completion of his federal prison sentence. Rice's federal sentence is consecutive to an Indiana state prison sentence he is serving for unrelated drug charges. Officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office responded to Hoaxie Gorge Road in the town of Cortlandville for a report of a subject who had been assaulted. During the investigation, it was found that the defendant, Alan Osborne, while at an address in the town of Freetown, stole the victim's cell phone out of the victim's hands. Mr. Osborne then drove the victim to the seasonal portion of Hoaxy Gorge Road in the town of Cortlandville, where Mr. Osborne choked and engaged in a physical altercation with the victim. After the altercation, Mr. Osborne left the victim on Hoaxy Gorge Road and drove away. Mr. Osborne was subsequently arrested in the town of Freetown for grand larceny in the fourth degree and in the town of Cortlandville for strength 
strangulation in the second degree and assault in the third degree. Mr. Osborne was arraigned utilizing the centralized arraignment process and was released under the supervision of alternatives to incarceration. Mr. Osborne's next court appearance is scheduled for January 25th in the town of Cortlandville Court and January 25th at 5 p.m. in the town of Freetown Court. Major Vincent T. Lightcap of the New York State Police and Chief Deputy Derek O'Meara of the Oneida County Child Advocacy Center announced the arrest of 31-year-old Tyree James of Utica, New York. In March of 2022, an investigation commenced alleging Tyree James sexually abused two females under the age of 17. During the investigation, it was discovered that sexual abuse occurred in the city of Utica between 2018 and 2021. Upon completion of the investigation, the case was turned over to the Oneida County District Attorney's Office, where it was presented to the grand jury in December 2022. Tyree James was subsequently indicted on charges of sexual abuse in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the third degree, sexual abuse in the second degree, and sexual abuse in the third degree. After the indictment was passed down from the grand jury, a warrant was issued for James's arrest. On January 11th, James was arrested by the Oneida County Sheriff's Warrants Unit and held at the Oneida County Jail to wait for a centralized arraignment. The victims were offered services through the Oneida County CAC. On January 11th, the state police attempted to stop a motorist on I-490 eastbound near exit 3 Churchville, who was wanted by the state police and others surrounding agencies on several warrant charges. The operator, Bradley D. Jerry, age 38 of Rochester, failed to pull over when state police attempted to stop the vehicle he was operating. Troopers successfully deployed stop sticks and flattened one tire on its vehicle, at which time Jerry continued driving. Jerry exited I-490 at exit 5, driving through the stop sign and into the path of a vehicle traveling southbound on Chili Center, Coldwater Road. Jerry was taken to Strong Hospital for non-life-threatening injuries, as well as his passenger, Lisa Gedney, age 42, also from Rochester. The operator and sole occupant of the southbound vehicle, Jamie Glover, age 40, from North Chile, was also transported to Strong Hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. The investigation is continuing and charges are pending. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low near 24. Tomorrow, a chance of snow, freezing rain, and sleet before noon, then rain likely. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow night, chance of rain before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 7 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 36 degrees, chance of rain 40%. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers, cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain showers after 1 a.m., mixing with snow after 4 a.m., cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 20%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We're still saving the Southern Tier money at Galt Toyota. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car. Which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, folks. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. 613 on WNBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly, on this Monday, January 16th. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. A portion of Watson Boulevard will be closed to through traffic on Wednesday, January 18th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. The road will be closed about 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic, but all through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And we're going to have some tree trimming on U.S. 11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers from today through Friday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. All right now about 15 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 3 degrees. Cold morning. Today, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low near 24. Tomorrow, chance of snow, freezing rain, and sleep before noon, then rain likely. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow night, chance of rain before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 7 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 36 degrees, chance of rain 40%. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain showers after 1 a.m., mixing with snow after 4 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 20%. 6.15, you're listening to WMBF. Your success. Being a teenager is tough. There's the constant pressure to be liked. Endless worrying about college. Cyberbullying, high expectations, all the negativity. There's no question. Being a teenager is tough. And what do New York's teens do when they want to block out the noise and clear their heads? We play! Research shows that teenagers who participate in high school sports have lower stress levels, more confidence, and greater self-esteem. And then there's the biggest benefit of all. High school sports are fun. Not just fun. They're a lot of fun. (laughs) Encourage your teenagers to participate in a sport or activity when they go to high school. They'll stress less and smile more. And they'll be laying the foundation for a happier, healthier future. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Six seventeen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Josh Allen shrugged off a three-turnover outing by throwing two touchdown passes three minutes and 11 seconds apart in the third quarter, and the Buffalo Bills rallied for a 34-31 win over the injury-depleted Miami Dolphins in an AFC wildcard matchup. Cole Beasley scored the go-ahead touchdown with a six-yard catch, and Gabe Davis extended the lead to 34-24 with a 23-yard touchdown reception in a game where Buffalo squandered an early 17-0 lead. The Bills will host the Cincinnati Bengals next Sunday. 
Three weeks earlier, the Bills game at Cincinnati was suspended and ultimately canceled after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped on the field. Hamlin is recovering. And for the Giants, Daniel Jones passed for 301 yards and two touchdowns and ran for 78 yards in his first career playoff game for the New York Giants in a 31-24 victory over Minnesota in the wildcard round. The Vikings took their first loss in a one-score game of the season. Saquon Barkley rushed for two scores, including the tiebreaker midway through the fourth quarter. The Giants' defense finished off the franchise's first playoff win since the Super Bowl 11 years ago. The Giants advanced to play at number one seed and division rival Philadelphia. Some basketball action. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Josh Giddy each scored 28 points to lead the Oklahoma City Thunder to a 112-102 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. Lou Dort added 22 points for the Thunder, who earned a three straight win, third straight win to wrap up a road trip to the East and improve to 21 and 23. Brooklyn dropped its second straight loss since losing Kevin Durant to a sprained knee ligament. Seth Curry scored 23 points, and Nick Claxton recorded his team best 12th double-double of the season with 17 points and 12 rebounds. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 42 points and 15 rebounds as the New York Knicks extended their winning streak against the Detroit Pistons to 11 games with a 117-104 victory. Randle put up the first 40-15 game for the Knicks since Patrick Ewing on January 19, 1996. Detroit hasn't beat the Knicks since November 2019, the end of its eight-game winning streak over New York. Jalen Brunson added 27 points for the Knicks, and Emmanuel quickly added 17. Jaden Ivey had 21 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Pistons, and Sadiq Bey added 21 points. Some hockey action. Cole Caulfield scored the go-ahead goal midway through the third period, and Sam Montembault made 38 saves to lead the Montreal Canadiens to a 2-1 win over the New York Rangers. Caulfield converted a pass from captain Nick Suzuki at 8.56 of the final period for the decisive goal. Caulfield leads the Canadians with 26 goals and has scored in seven of Montreal's last eight games. Kirby Dock also scored for Montreal. Artemi Panarin scored for the Rangers. For the Islanders, Casey Sizikas and Anthony Beauvillier scored first period goals and Ilya Sorokin made 22 saves as the New York Islanders snapped a four-game losing streak by beating the Montreal Canadiens 2-1. Nick Suzuki scored for Montreal midway through the third. The Islanders had lost the first two games of their five-game homestand to Dallas and Minnesota after dropping three of four on a Western road trip to start the calendar year. And Jack Quinn scored a goal and added an assist to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 5-3 victory over the Nashville Predators on Saturday night. Jeff Skinner, Dylan Kozins, Victor Olofsson, and Kyle Opozos also scored. And Ukopeka Lukanen made 38 saves for the Sabres, which snapped a three-game losing streak. Roman Josie, Jeremy Lausen, and Ryan Johansson scored, and Juice Saros made 28 saves for Nashville, losers of three straight. For the WNBA news, the New York Liberty are finalizing a trade for 2021 MVP John Quell Jones as part of a three-team deal with the Connecticut Sun and Dallas Wings. Connecticut will receive the number six pick in the draft, as well as Rebecca Allen from New York and Tayasha Harris from Dallas. The Wings got Natasha Howard and Crystal Dangerfield from the Liberty, who also acquired Kayla Thornton. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Investors reading over the quarterlies from the big banks and concluding that inflation will probably ease this year somewhat since stocks higher on Friday. All three major indexes were deep in the red in the early going at the close and headed into the weekend. The Dow Jones was 112 points ahead at 34,302. The Standard & Poor's 500 rose four-tenths of one percent. The Nasdaq Composite added seven-tenths on Friday. The stock market is closed today in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Not so with the Grand Canyon. In fact, the National Park Service is observing this holiday by offering free admission to all of its parks, including Yellowstone National Park, Yosemite, and the Grand Canyon. It isn't free, but gasoline is still cheaper than it was one year ago. AAA says the national average for a gallon of regular unleaded is 3.30, a fraction below the 2022 price on this date, up two cents from last week and about a dime higher in the last month. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Do you worry about how much someone drinks? Do you feel angry or depressed most of the time? Do you feel neglected or unloved? Do you feel you attract people who tend to be compulsive or abusive? Do you have money problems because of someone else's drinking? Are you afraid or embarrassed to bring your friends home? Do you feel that if the drinker loved you, she or he would stop drinking? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you are not alone. More than half of all adults have a family history of alcoholism. Not everyone trapped by alcohol is an alcoholic. Families and friends are suffering, too. Al-Anon and Alateen can help. Call 1-866-200-0223 or visit alanon.org slash help. You're struggling with your mortgage. You think about it all the time. What are we going to do if we lose the house? It's time to stop thinking and start dialing. Call 1-888-995-HOPE for a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. We've helped over a million homeowners, and we want to help you. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Six twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. How loud are you listening to me right now? Now, hopefully, you don't have the volume blaring, and you can still hear me just fine. I want to tell you about this new study published in the journal BMJ Global Health that found more than a billion people around the world are at risk for hearing loss because they listen too loud for too long. Researchers at the Medical University of South Carolina said exposure to sound at too high a volume can fatigue the sensory cells and structures in the ear. And if that goes on for too long, they can become permanently damaged. The CDC limits safe noise levels to around 85 decibels over 40 hours a week. A lot of devices now offer settings where you can limit the volume. If you're at a concert, experts do say those cheap little foam earplugs can go a long way towards safeguarding your sense of sound. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors, which provide real-time readings of blood glucose levels. 
U.S. Med is an approved provider for Medicare and over 500 private insurers. So call 800-730-8405 today for a free insurance and Medicare benefits check. As easy as... That's 800-730-8405. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or to download the app today. Your News Radio 629 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. A portion of Watson Boulevard will be closed to through traffic on Wednesday, January 18th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. The road will be closed about 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic, but all through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. We're going to have some tree trimming on U.S. 11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road, Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers from today through Friday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 15 degrees outside. Wind chill has it at 3 degrees, so a cold morning. Today partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low near 24. Tomorrow, chance of snow, freezing rain, and sleep before noon, then rain likely. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow night, chance of rain before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 7 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 36 degrees, chance of rain 40%. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain showers after 1 a.m., mixing with snow after 4 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 20%. 6.30, you're listening to WMBF. WMBF. 6.31 on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment Update. Entertainment News. It's five weeks on top now for Avatar The Way of Water. Another 33.1 million bucks, bringing its total domestic gross to 570 million, 1.89 billion worldwide. Crazy. It's insane, right? The sci fi horror flick Megan holds second in week two, another $17.9 million there, with the animated Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, in third. Hey, Otto! No. Tom Hanks and a man called Otto takes fourth in its first week of wide release. 2023 marks 40 years since Madonna released her self-titled debut album. Billboard reports she'll celebrate with a massive world tour that'll feature a career retrospective of her biggest hits. We've got our first trailer for History of the World Part 2, 42 years after the Mel Brooks original. A limited series bows on Hulu March 6th. And Grammy-winning singer Sade is 64 Monday. I'm Christopher Watson, ABC News. Attention. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Well, honey, 
I, uh, I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 16th. You're listening to WNBF. An addiction stabilization center is to be constructed by Fairview Recovery Services on Binghamton's east side. The city planning commission last summer failed to approve Fairview's original proposal for the project to build a facility with 20 sleeping units. The new structure would have been constructed on the northeast corner of the agency's campus, located east of Fairview Avenue between Clapham and Merrick Streets. Fairview revised the project plans to shift the planned facility to the southwest corner of its site. The planning commission approved the new concept despite opposition from some neighborhood residents. Fairview plans to move its current addiction stabilization center from 247 Court Street to the campus on the east side, where it has operated other programs for years. Demolition crews tearing down the old IBM Country Club complex between Endicott and Johnson City have reached the area where bowling alleys and a shooting range were located. The massive task of clearing the site on Watson Boulevard in the town of Union is in its final stages. A pit has been created, exposing the basement area east of the facility adjacent to where the swimming pools had been located. Gorick construction workers have been removing the abandoned country club building over the past couple of months. The site will be redeveloped by LaChase Construction and Conifer Realty. A 75-unit apartment complex is to be developed on the property. Project Superintendent John Carey said the demolition work is scheduled to be completed by January 31st. On Friday, January 13th, Binghamton Metro SWAT assisted the Broome County Special Investigations Unit Task Force with executing a narcotic search warrant at 6 Doubleday Street, Apartment 2, located in Binghamton, New York. As a result of the search warrant, investigators located 13 ounces of methamphetamine, approximately 4.4 grams of crack cocaine, approximately 9 grams of fentanyl, 382 U.S. currency in suspected drug sale proceeds, brass knuckles and drug paraphernalia items used in the sale and distribution of controlled substances. This quantity of methamphetamine has an approximate street value of $5,200. As a result of the investigation, Shaquille J. Espinal was arrested and transported to the Binghamton Police Department to be processed on charges of criminal possession of a controlled substance in the second degree, criminal possession of a controlled substance in the third degree, criminal possession of a a controlled substance in the fourth degree, criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, and criminal using drug paraphernalia in the second degree. John Rice, age 57, of Crawfordsville, Indiana, was sentenced to serve 63 months in federal prison for his conviction for conspiracy to distribute and possess with intent to distribute 50 grams or more of methamphetamine. As part of his previous guilty plea, Rice admitted that he supplied over 50 grams of methamphetamine and a handgun to Cortland, New York-based drug dealer Kyle Leeper as part of a methamphetamine conspiracy that included members in Indiana. Indiana, Cortland, and Los Angeles, California. Kyle Leeper was sentenced in November 2022 to serve 40 years in federal prison for his murder of a California man during a drug deal there in 2019 as part of the conspiracy. Rice was also ordered to serve a four-year term of supervised release following the completion of his federal prison sentence. Rice's federal sentence is consecutive to an Indiana state prison sentence he is serving for unrelated drug charges. Officers from the Cortland County Sheriff's Office responded to Hoaxie Gorge Road in the town of Cortlandville for a report of a 
subject who had been assaulted. During the investigation, it was found that the defendant, Alan Osborne, while at an address in the town of Freetown, stole the victim's cell phone out of the victim's hands. Mr. Osborne then drove the victim to the seasonal portion of Hoaxy Gorge Road in the town of Cortlandville, where Mr. Osborne choked and engaged in a physical altercation with the victim. After the altercation, Mr. Osborne left the victim on Hoaxy Gorge Road and drove away. Mr. Osborne was subsequently arrested in the town of Freetown for grand larceny in the fourth degree and in the town of Cortlandville for strangulation in the second degree and assault in the third degree. Mr. Osborne was arraigned utilizing the centralized arraignment process and was released under the supervision of alternatives to incarceration. Mr. Osborne's next court appearance is scheduled for January 25th in the town of Cortlandville Court and January 25th at 5 p.m. in the town of Freetown Court. Major Vincent T. Lightcap of the New York State Police and Chief Deputy Derek O'Meara of the Oneida County Child Advocacy Center announced the arrest of 31-year-old Tyree James of Utica, New York. In March of 2022, an investigation commenced alleging Tyree James sexually abused two females under the age of 17. During the investigation, it was discovered that sexual abuse occurred in the city of Utica between 2018 and 2021. Upon completion of the investigation, the case was turned over to the Oneida County District Attorney's Office, where it was presented to the grand jury in December 2022. Tyree James was subsequently indicted on charges of sexual abuse in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the third degree, sexual abuse in the second degree, and sexual abuse in the third degree. After the indictment was passed down from the grand jury, a warrant was issued for James's arrest. On January 11th, James was arrested by the Oneida County Sheriff's Warrants Unit and held at the Oneida County Jail to wait for a centralized arraignment. The victims were offered services through the Oneida County CAC. On January 11th, the state police attempted to stop a motorist on I-490 eastbound near Exit 3 Churchville, who was wanted by the state police and others surrounding agencies on several warrant charges. The operator, Bradley D. Jerry, age 38 of Rochester, failed to pull over when state police attempted to stop the vehicle he was operating. Troopers successfully deployed stop sticks and flattened one tire on his vehicle, at which time Jerry continued driving. Jerry exited I-490 at exit 5, driving through the stop sign and into the path of a vehicle traveling southbound on Chili Center, Coldwater Road. Jerry was taken to Strong Hospital for non-life-threatening injuries, as well as his passenger, Lisa Gedney, age 42, also from Rochester. The operator and sole occupant of the southbound vehicle, Jamie Glover, age 40 from North Chile, was also transported to Strong Hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. The investigation is continuing and charges are pending. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low near 24. Tomorrow, a chance of snow, freezing rain, and sleep before noon, then rain likely. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow night, chance of rain before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 7 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 36 degrees, chance of rain 40%. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain showers after 1 a.m., mixing with snow after 4 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 20%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. In 2010, Liz was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. After losing her job due to treatment, she was left with few options. A housing voucher gave her hope that she could find a place to live with her daughter. To her surprise, that same voucher would result in her being denied housing. I felt so dejected and ashamed. It was shocking to me that people actually just discriminated against you for the type of income you were utilizing to pay your rent. Now, thanks to a new law in New York State, it is illegal for people like Liz to be denied housing based on their source of income. Do you use 
non-wage income such as veterans or disability benefits, Section 8 vouchers, or child support to pay for housing? If you suspect discrimination, call 1-800-788-9898 to contact the New York State Office of the Attorney General or visit endincomebiasny.com. I am at this point proud to say that I am using my voucher and a proud renter of an apartment where my daughter and I are very happily living. Six forty-two on WMBF. You're listening to First News. Myself, James Kelly. Some things coming up in the Binghamton area: the Binghamton Untap Craft Beer Festival, Saturday, March twenty-fifth, moving to the arena this year. Tickets are on sale right now and start at sixty dollars for VIP and forty-three dollars for general admission. So you want to get your tickets before the price goes up, and it will the closer we get to the event. Don't find yourself Friday, March 24th, saying, I kind of want to go to this Binghamton on Tap Craft Beer Festival. It looks like a lot of fun. But now I'm disappointed because the tickets are more expensive. I should have listened to James in January. We've also teamed up with Fox 40 for the Clubhouse card. This is your opportunity to play 30 of the area's best golf courses. You'll also get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop, and all for under $170. Finding ways to make the game of golf a little bit more affordable. And what better way over the summer in Binghamton to kind of get to know the area. I wish I had done this last year. And play 30 of the area's best golf courses. I would have quickly become infamous for taking way too long. Even just if I played by myself, I'd still have to let foursomes play through. And just, I'm not a good golfer. But you get six buckets of balls at Greater Golf Training Center and Pro Shop. So maybe if you're like me and not that great a golfer, then put a little bit of practice in on the range. 644, you're listening to WMBF. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take a deep breath in and let go of the time you and your son played basketball and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you hit that pinata into your neighbor's yard. Let it go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Six forty-seven on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. A portion of Watson Boulevard will be closed to through traffic on Wednesday, January 18th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. for the demolition of a pedestrian bridge. 
The road will be closed about 650 feet east of the intersection of Barton Avenue and Watson Boulevard. The road will still be accessible to local traffic, but all through traffic will need to seek alternate routes while the road is closed. A signed detour route will be in place during the closure. And we're going to have some tree trimming on US-11 in both directions between I-81 North Tully and Scammell Road Lafayette. There will be alternating one-way traffic with flaggers from today through Friday from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. daily. All lanes will be open northbound and all lanes will be closed southbound. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 15 degrees outside. Windchill has it at 3 degrees, so a cold morning. Today partly sunny, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Tonight, increasing clouds with a low near 24. Tomorrow, chance of snow, freezing rain, and sleep before noon. Then rain likely. Mostly cloudy with a high near 38 degrees, chance of rain 60%. Tomorrow night, a chance of rain before 7 p.m., then a chance of showers after 7 p.m. Cloudy with a low near 36 degrees, chance of rain 40%. And Wednesday, a slight chance of showers. Cloudy with a high near 42 degrees, chance of rain 20%. Wednesday night, slight chance of rain showers after 1 a.m., mixing with snow after 4 a.m. Cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 20%. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Go on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Message. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Six fifty one on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. As employers push to get employees back to the office, some remote workers are using tricks to appear to be working from home when they aren't. But the employers are wising up. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Post a job for free and find qualified candidates quickly at LinkedIn.com slash Kim. The Wall Street Journal featured work-from-home employees using their real names, showing the tricks that they use to fool their employers. As employers monitor work-from-home computers, the employees are using mouse jigglers to make the computer seem active when no one's really touching it. Others run long PowerPoint programs to appear to be making a presentation when they're really making the bed. But in Canada, a work-from-home accountant, Carly Besson, was fired. She claimed her employers owed her five grand in unpaid wages and severance. But the firm had been monitoring her computer, and now she must pay back $2,500 for the time 
and she was just simply goofing off. Give my longer daily podcast a try. It's perfect for when you're on the go. Called Kim Commando today. Innovative businesses see every day as an opportunity to create something new. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with tools and expertise to help you do incredible things. Because Dell Technologies believes there's an innovator in all of us. Learn more about smart PCs powered by the Intel vPro platform that's built for business. Find tech that's right for you by calling a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for 25 bucks a line. It's like expecting one Caroline. Deck the hallway. And getting a choir. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for 25 bucks a line. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop and balance and required finance agreement for all devices is due. See T-Mobile.com for details the thing is i would never give blood before you know before this happened to me i thought of every excuse of the book but i'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way i did or i would have died like so many new mothers noelle needed blood during the birth of her son thanks to the american red cross and a donor like you it was there one donation just an hour of your time can help save up to three lives Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Josh Allen shrugged off a three-turnover outing by throwing two touchdown passes, three minutes and 11 seconds apart in the third quarter. And the Buffalo Bills rallied for a 34-31 win over the injury-depleted Miami Dolphins in an AFC wildcard matchup. Cole Beasley scored the go-ahead touchdown with a six-yard catch, and Gabe Davis extended the lead to 34-24 with a 23-yard touchdown reception in a game where Buffalo squandered an early 17-0 lead. The Bills will host the Cincinnati Bengals next Sunday. Three weeks earlier, the Bills game at Cincinnati was suspended and ultimately canceled. After Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped on the field, Hamlin is recovering. For the Giants, Daniel Jones passed for 301 yards and two touchdowns and ran for 78 yards in his first career playoff game for the New York Giants in a 31-24 victory over Minnesota in the wildcard round. The Vikings took their first loss in a one-score game of the season. Saquon Barkley rushed for two scores, including the tiebreaker midway through the fourth quarter. 
The Giants' defense finished off the franchise's first playoff win since the Super Bowl 11 years ago. The Giants advanced to play at number one seed and division rival Philadelphia next week. Some basketball action, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, and Josh Giddy each scored 28 points to lead the Oklahoma City Thunder to a 112-102 victory over the Brooklyn Nets. Lou Dort added 22 points for the Thunder, who earned a th- third straight win to wrap up a road trip to the East and improved to 21-23. Brooklyn dropped its second straight loss since losing Kevin Durant to a sprained knee ligament. Seth Curry scored 23 points, and Nick Claxton recorded his team-best 12th double-double of the season with 17 points and 12 rebounds. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 42 points and 15 rebounds as the New York Knicks extended their winning streak against the Detroit Pistons to 11 games with a 117-104 victory. Randle put up the first 40-15 game for the Knicks since Patrick Ewing on January 19, 1996. Detroit hasn't beat the Knicks since November 2019, the end of its eight-game winning streak over New York. Jalen Brunson added 27 points for the Knicks, and Emmanuel quickly added 17. Jaden Ivey had 21 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists for the Pistons, and Sadiq Bey added 21 points. Some hockey action. Cole Caulfield scored the go-ahead goal midway through the third period, and Sam Montembault made 38 saves to lead the Montreal Canadiens to a 2-1 win over the New York Rangers. Caulfield converted a pass from captain Nick Suzuki at 8.56 of the final period for the decisive goal. Caulfield leads the Canadians with 26 goals and has scored in seven of Montreal's last eight games. Kirby Dotch also scored for Montreal. Artemi Panarin scored for the Rangers. Jack Quinn scored a goal and added an assist to lead the Buffalo Sabres to a 5-3 victory over the Nashville Predators on Saturday night. Jeff Skinner, Dylan Cozens, Victor Olofsson, and Kyle Opozo also scored, and Uka Pekalukinen made 38 saves for the Sabres, which snapped a three-game losing streak. And for the Islanders, Casey Sizikas and Anthony Beauvillier scored first-period goals, and Ilya Sorokin made 22 saves as the New York Islanders snapped a four-game losing streak by beating the Montreal Canadiens 2-1. It's 6.59. You're listening to WMBF. Your success. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WMBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number one of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. We've got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Coming up next, ABC News.